0: to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
2: All right, and we're back again, Todd. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about some goals specifically. We're going to talk about strategic goal, Will.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because, well, if we have no goals, then how do we know what to measure, right?
2: Yeah, kind of building upon the, the series that we did when we talked about the KBAs, All for naught if we don't know what we're going towards, right? If we don't know where we may be going. And really that big outer layer, that big, huge, really kind of, let's say, uncertain, really far away goal is a strategic goal.
1: Absolutely. Shall we go to the mural and uh, go into depth?
2: Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to hop us over to the mural here. Goals and I guess we'll Syria. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're starting our series. Everybody remembers we were over at Evidence. We're going to hop down into goals. Starting up here at strategic goal. Let's hop down in here.
1: All right. So the official definition of strategic goal from the EBM guide is, you know, it's something important that your organization would like to achieve, but it is big and far away, right? And it is mostly aspirational right the path is uncertain so we have no idea of knowing how to get there but it does set for us a lighthouse of this is where we want to go right and kind of if we if we want to refer back to kind of the smart model this is not going to be a smart goal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what it is going to be is Specific and measurable. Yeah,
2: and this is this this is a this is a, you know another word I like to use sometimes when I think of that strategic goal will is I think it's it's okay for it to be altruistic. Oh yeah, right? this is okay for for um I think of the the company Patagonia when I think of this. Uh, I think of it often because uh, their their overall mission is to save the home planet, right? That's what they have is their overarching thing, to save the home planet. And they do a lot of things. They have a lot of product lines. They have a lot of different goals that are trying to contribute to that. But that is like their end game. That's what they want to do. So they have a lot of recycling they do, the the way that they, they construct their fabrics and such. Um, it's embedded in the culture of their company.
1: Yeah. So you and I both... Um use the logic model of metrics quite a bit in the classes that we teach and also when we go into explaining metrics and one of the things we noticed as we looked at strategic goals not just our own but also those used in the market is for them to be effective they should either be based on an outcome of sorts so a result for the for the company or for the company's consumer or and we see this in um, kind of the more teal type organizations like a Patagonia or like a boots in the Netherlands where it's much more of an impact measurement
2: mm-hmm.
1: right what's the what's the influence we want to have on the world right and how will we know that we've actually achieved it?
2: Yeah, and so Will, I think that you're unpacking something here. Is that um, uh, first tip of advice that we'd say around strategic goals here is make sure that it's impact and or or let's or or outcome oriented, right? Has to be impact, ideally impact if you have it, um, or outcome oriented. How do you like that?
1: Could Could you imagine like a strategic goal being we want to ship fifty percent more product? in five years time like that doesn't that doesn't inspire you yeah. right and it also tells you nothing about your actual business performance it's tough.
2: yeah you know it's interesting because uh you're making me think of something that i get in a lot of debates with people about because i don't think a very good strategic goal is to make a lot of money
1: yeah agree
2: right well, if you have a strategic goal that is let's triple our revenue this year and you have all these other goals feeding into it. I don't think the result that you're expecting is going to be the result that you get, right? Um, I, I don't view that as an impact or outcome-oriented goal revenue. So let's be very careful with that one.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And this is going to sound incredibly snobbish, right? But making money is a side effect. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is. Right. It's, it's an enabler, but it's not a goal in of itself.
2: That's interesting, you mentioned logic model, will. I view making money as an output
1: That's an interesting one,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we could debate that perhaps that's a good that's a good podcast a, <laughs> debate.
1: yeah, on the uh, maybe maybe on one of the uh, fixing your agile metrics or <laughs> yeah. on that one. Um, hey maybe to 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 pull this out of the um uh, theoretical space. Maybe we should share our own strategic goals.
2: I'd love to. I love. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, right. Do you want to start with Agile for Humans, or do you want to start with Go for it? Yeah. Um. So Agile for Humans. At Agile for Humans. Um. Uh. What we have is uh, uncovering better ways of working together. And this is a little bit vague, but every single thing we do. Is, is we're hoping to help people uncover better ways of working together. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean working with us, right? That means uncovering better ways of working together amongst yourselves in an organization. We're not specific. This doesn't say Scrum. This doesn't say Agile. We're kind of agnostic on this, but everything we do, right, we have communities that Agile for humans. We have YouTube, we have our scrum training, we have consulting, we have Kanban, we have workshops, we have all this other stuff. And we feel like everything we do is trying to help turn the needle on people working better together, right? And so that's that's really, I guess you could say if, if there was a different word that we would call this, Will, we would call mm-hmm. this our, our company mission, right? But I view this as our strategic goal.
1: Yeah. So how do you know you're on route to that? So what are your What are your measurables there?
2: Yeah. So interestingly, um, one of the things that we measure, you know, I think I mentioned it under the KVAs is engagement of people because we really do truly believe in the products and the things that we do. And so if people are engaging with us, we feel as a side effect of that. They're taking the things that we're putting down or the conversations that we're having where the community itself is generating and they're helping to find better ways of working together. An example of this right, is we have com. And we want to see member retention. Uh, We want to see and understand uh, member contribution. Member contribution is huge because if members are contributing and members are contributing in a positive way, they are very much uncovering better ways of working together, but in a larger landscape rather than specifically in their environment with the hope that they're taking that into their environment because we can't measure what's happening in their environment. We really can't. All we can do is see what we can see, uh, and 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 I guess hope that that's turning the needle on what's happening in the organizations. right What do you think of that, Will?
1: I like it. I like it, especially because it it leads you on a road towards co-creation
2: mm-hmm.
1: right. it's not it's not that, hey, we're going to be thought leaders in this space, and you're all going to follow us, and we'll measure success by how much of our stuff you're implementing, but more of. Uh, you know, have we enabled you and do we see through that enablement that you are contributing to building the set of knowledge? It it speaks to my open source roots. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think we feel the same way with that, with that kind of thing. And I, I mean, how, what, how arrogant of a position would it be if it's look at people looking at our stuff, <laughs> wow, how arrogant of a position to think that we really, um, we really know better than all. So, um, that's, that's uh just this and when we're when we have when we're looking at our dashboard and our KVAs, we're questioning new things that we could do that's this is one of the hypotheses that led us to creating the community right um or looking at our looking at our mission and considering where um where we were at with unrealized value as compared to current value and kind of finding some things in there led us to creating that as a product and that's new we're figuring it out right now and um so.
1: all right
2: how about you will
1: All right so this is going to uh, this is going to sound uh, a bit morbid um, but uh, my strategic goal is to help encourage the death of coaching uh. and I need to put some context on this so'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of the work of Kahneman and Tversky and the work of uh, Thaler and Sunstein. So the system one, system two thinking and nudges, right? Because um, I've, I find that the work we do is already very cognitively hard. And so asking people to change the way they work is actually increasing the amount of cognitive load they're under and the amount of stress they're under, right? And this is, you know, this is unfair. Especially if you're already in a high-pressure environment, right? It increases. It increases stress. It makes the world more difficult. It's not respectful to people's times. And so, what I see a lot of coaches do, and what I've been guilty of in the past, is I've been really active with people. Right? You work with the team. You have them question: Why are you doing this? How are you doing this? Uh, you know, experiment with different ways of working. And what I've come to learn is that this is very system two directed. Right. But people spend most of their time in system one. They take the path of least cognitive resistance. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see change in an organization, it's not about teaching people to work differently. It's, it's about making it easier for them to show the kind of behavior that is ultimately better for themselves and better for their customers. Right. So when I talk about encouraging the death of coaching, What I want to do, the impact that I want to have with the work that I do and the trainings that I give and the material that I disseminate is to change organizations or change the approach coaches take where people that are uncovering better ways of working spend less of their time actually being coached or engaging with trainings and and much more of their time just finding better ways to service their customers. And what I want coaches to do is to spend less time directly interfacing with people and more time active in the system to just make life easier for people. I like
2: that. I like that. Well, I like that. Yeah. Um. So, do you have any way that you're measuring this?
1: So, one of the ways in which I measure it uh, currently in in my assignments is when i when i look at teams that nominally fall within the domain that i'm co- uh, that i'm coaching um h- what percentage of their time do they actually spend being coached or being trained or um, being made to question and experiment with new ways of working mm-hmm. right and if i see that level go down but i instead see that through changes in the systems they are embracing new ways of working not because they're actively choosing to do so but because it's just simpler for them to deliver faster and to inspect value and to uh, and to grow in ways they're working then i know that i'm successful in changing a system for agility instead of changing the people for agility
2: oh, that's awesome cool I'm, I'm, what I'm really interested in, Will, is when we start to get into the next conversation on intermediate goals, how, how, how your intermediate goals will relate to that. I'm sure you're probably curious about ours as well.
1: Oh, Absolutely.
2: I do, I do have one thing I want to ask you about strategic goals, and then I think we're probably buttoning down on this. I'm, I'm, I hope people are enjoying our examples. It seems like in the comments that that's true. It's helping to make this all set in. Strategic goal. And I'm going to ask you this for every single goal type. Is there a time horizon that you think that you could put on this?
1: difficult difficult um if you can achieve it next year i don't know like it could be under ambitious it could also be that it was just super engaging and you got really lucky um ultimately i'm i'm less concerned with the time span Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i feel this i feel the same way that's why i asked that because um with a strategic call this could just be something that you're always you're always Everything you do, everything you do inside the walls of your organization is another goal that is taking you a step closer to this. So yeah. less concerned about time here.
1: Yeah, It's also, it's also related to uh, Porter's work on strategy, right? Like a strategy is so fundamental to the nature of your organization that it shouldn't change very often, if mm-hmm. at all. Because to change your strategic goal would be to change the very nature of your organization. Now, of course, when you go into product strategy, um, that becomes a bit more malleable, but even then, right, given, given the breadth that we're talking about here, it's, it's a guiding light more than something that needs to be achieved.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like it. Now, uh, in our next um, episode or lesson, as you want to call it, because this is really class, right? Um, we're going to talk about intermediate goals. That's a little different, right? When we're oh, talking about intermediate goals. It's a little bit different. Um, so, yeah, I think as far as strategic goals, Will, I don't know that I have anything else to add. Do you have anything else you want to you throw think, down
1: before we end it? I think we covered the the majority of it i think we gave some good examples if if i can give give us a collective pat on the back here Uh, (laughs) and uh, we'll see what the audience makes of it
2: sounds good will all right until next time intermediate goals up next see you then
0: hey it's ryan if you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and todd check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training.